result. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. So this week, I'm bringing you a short episode, both because I think it's really cute and because I don't have the mental capacity or energy to even do things that I want to do. Everything feels like a task. I want to drive off a bridge, but I'm not going to. I am currently sitting on the couch after I cleaned my entire apartment, which was the only productive thing I've done over my Monday and Tuesday off, and I didn't start doing it until about 6 p.m., I am staring at the floor drying because I just mopped. This is my least favorite part. And it also makes me anxious because I'm watching the floor dry. It does not happen fast enough. I'll tell you the fuck that. And I know it's the last thing that has to be done. Of course, you save that for last. And while I'm excited to be done and shower off the disgusting smell of bleach, which makes me want to vomit, I also don't know how many more minutes I have to stare at this motherfucking floor until it is dry. My cat has officially jumped off the couch and is walking around my wet floor. And I am about to call PETA on myself so that they can arrest me for animal abuse after I beat the fuck out of him with the mop for ruining this floor. It is amazing that something that is less than 10 pounds can ruin this entire house in days. Just a matter of days, there will be tumbleweeds of cat hair floating across this floor like I didn't just scrub it on my fucking hands and knees. I have had enough. I need a cleaning lady. I am too cheap because I am poor to hire a cleaning lady, but I might have to bite the bullet and do it because I am sick of this shit and I have better things to do than mop this fucking floor and bleach my bathtub. Fuck this. So a couple weeks ago, one of my coworkers who is currently still in high school, how crazy is that? asked me if she could interview me for a school project. Now, I asked immediately, is this because you want to interview or you were told to interview, rather, someone who is an overweight, underachiever, and old? Is is that the drift I'm missing here? Why would you want to interview me? Apparently, she thinks I'm interesting and might have some good insight on life. Why, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. However, it was flattering because it means that I am still cool with the kids. It means that the kids still think that I am a viable source of information. Also, it's probably because they think I'm old as shit and I might have some wisdom to share because I've had a fucked up situation. (laughs) So either they look at me like I'm cool or damaged. Either way, I'll fucking take it. It's better than being undesirable to the teens. So I was very flattered and she sent me the questions right before we did the interview. And I was like, wow, some of these are pretty deep. Like, I wasn't expecting to really go there with some of the questions, and some of them I hadn't even read through before we did the actual interview, so I was a little caught off guard. But it was a cool opportunity to kind of, like, expand on some thoughts. Um, And I don't think she used the whole thing. The whole thing is probably about 15 minutes. I think she probably needed, like, two or three minutes that I cut. Nonetheless, I still thought it was cool, and I thought things got a little deep, and there was some good information in there. And uh, it really made me sit down and think about my own life and the thoughts that I've been having. And I wasn't expecting that coming from a high school project and uh, an 18 year old, but (laughs) sometimes life surprises you. So take a listen to that and enjoy. Okay. So the first question I have for you is what is an impactful quote that you've heard that lingers on in your thoughts? Could be from any time in your life. Um, One time my dad told me, 
that I shouldn't take advice from people who aren't doing better than me in whatever aspect it is that we're talking about. Because people have a lot of opinions and they love to tell you what you should be doing with your life. But if that person doesn't have their life together and that's evident, who are they to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing? So if you're going to seek advice from someone, it should be someone who's either in a place you want to be or more successful than you are in whatever area that you're asking about. So you should only listen to and consider the advice of people who are kind of like your idols. Yeah. Or somebody that you aspire to be like. So if it's like a work situation, say you're working for a company and you are at like an entry level. Well, are you really going to take advice from people who are on the same level as you? Or are you seeking advice from people who are up top where you want to be? That's how I interpreted it. Could also be just like a life situation. If someone's life has fallen apart and they're trying to tell you what you need to do to better yourself, well, maybe you should take your own advice. So that always stuck with me. Like, be careful who you're taking perspective from because sometimes people are not that smart, but they love to tell everyone else what they should be doing. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Moving on to the next question. How has your life been different than what you'd imagined? Mm, I think after turning 30... I realized that my life is in a different place than when I was younger. I thought it would be at this stage. I thought at this point I'd be like settled into a career and maybe have like a significant other that I was with for a really long time. Maybe have a kid, although I don't really want kids, but it was something I thought about. So I guess like being single at 30, newly single and pursuing like creative endeavors for my career is different than where I thought it would be. It's not a bad thing, but it's not what I expected. How would you like to be remembered one day? Mm, you're talking about when I dropped dead? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I think that I would like to be remembered as a good friend and a genuine person. I think it's really important to me to be honest and to show up for the people who I care about and who matter to me. And I think that that's something that lacks in current times. I think it's hard to trust people and hard to find people who will back you up when it's important. And I think a lot of people disappear when life gets tough and you find out who your real friends are. And it's sometimes family too, but just the people in your life. And I always try to be the opposite of that. If somebody's going through something, whatever I can do to help, I try to be there somebody has an important event that is close to me, I always try to show up for that. You know, I try to let people know that I'm there for them and just be a genuine friend, you know? And I hope that that's received by other people. So you want to be remembered as someone who's really genuine and raw. Yeah. And like supports other people. I'm also the kind of person who like, there's a lot of people in my life, friends, family, whoever that are ahead of me, whether it be career wise, success, financial status, whatever it is. I always celebrate everyone's wins. I'm never somebody who's like jealous. If anything, I want to know what you did to get there so I can follow that path. Yeah, I always celebrate other people and my turn will come. And I hope that people notice that. I'm not a bitter person. It's a really good perspective on that. Thank you, I know. Who has been the kindest to you in your life? The kindest to me? Oh, not that many. <laughs> um... Probably my best friend. My best friend and I have been friends since we got really close our sophomore year of high school. We've known each other longer, but we got really close 
our sophomore year in high school. Now we're both 30. So probably like 14 years. Um, and that relationship is probably the most important in my life because like I was saying before about like showing up for people, that person has been there for me through everything in my life. So any stories that I tell or any experiences that I've had in any aspect of my life, that person has been there for. So it's one thing to tell someone a story. It's another thing when you bring something up and that person was there to experience it. And every major pivotal point in my life in my 20s, that person has been there for. Um, and she just always has my back. It's like, it's weird. It's like we're married, but we're not. <laughs> it's like a marriage and a sibling relationship all wrapped up into one. That sounds weird, but you get what I mean. I, I get what you mean. What do you think you were going to be when you grew up? And what did you want to be? Um, I wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> Don't ask me where that came from. Probably because I'm good at arguing with people. Uh, then I wanted to be a pop star. And then Justin Bieber came and stole my thunder. Right. Actually, puberty stole my thunder because my voice changed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm neither of those things. But when I was really young, those are the phases I went through. I don't know. I thought I wanted to be everything. I, my mind is weird. I want to like experience so many different things that I feel like I changed my mind all the time. I never wanted to be a doctor, though. And I don't need that many years of school. I hate school. <laughs> Next up, do you have any favorite stories from your work life? Mm, which work life? The restaurant or like interviewing people? Either. Well, I hate the restaurant. So let me think about interviewing people. Um, I don't think there's one specific story. I just think that I started a project a year ago, which is obviously a podcast and I'm very into music. So to be able to connect with artists that I enjoyed listening to in a different way, like I used to go to shows and I would meet people and I would just talk to them as like a fan of music. But now as a fan of music, I get to reach out to those people and interview them and kind of like dive into their creative process. And I feel like it's always exciting, whatever creative area you're interested in or industry that you're interested in that you have knowledge on when you get to talk to other people who have that same level of knowledge it's like an exciting interaction um so yeah i think that's my favorite it's not one story but doing those different interviews and talking to all those different people who are involved in something that i'm so passionate about has been the most exciting so you definitely chose the correct path in life yeah let's hope it makes you. me some money <laughs> All right. How would you describe a perfect day when you were a kid? Mm, playing outside in the street, which your generation doesn't do because you guys are Snapchatting. I did that mm. when I was like 10. Yeah, right. So when I was a kid, we used to, oh, I sound like such an old person. <laughs> we used to stay outside all day and night in the summer and just like play weird games in the street. <laughs> I did that though too. I'm okay. not, I'm not, I'm not that. Okay. Okay. I wasn't born in 2010. Close enough. Not really. No, you were born in like 2000. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. How old was I in 2004? I don't even know. I was in like elementary school. Weird. Weird. What a baby child. I know. Truly. When you were a kid, did you ever have a nickname? Mm -mm. No. Thank God. No. Do you have a nickname now? No. Ew. No. I don't like any of that shit. You don't like nicknames? No, I don't like that stuff. Why? What's the point? Your podcast is literally Mickey. Mickey yeah, Dillon. but that's not really a nickname. It derives from my name. So Mickey is short for Michael. And it's also like a play on that, the, on that the mouse. That is a nickname. But is it? 
Yes, it is. If you if my name's Michael and someone calls me Mike or Mikey, is that a nickname? Yes. Okay, I guess so. I'm thinking of more like weird pet names that people call each other and I can't stand that. So yeah, I guess like, I don't know, people call me Mike or Michael. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I don't like any of that garbage. Do you have any regrets? Oh, that's a deep one. I'll let you sit on that for a bit. Mm, Do you want the Hallmark card store don't regret anything in life or do you want the real answer? The real answer, always. I think that... It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of I have regrets and a little bit of I don't because everything you experience can teach you something if you're willing to learn and look for the lesson. Um, The thing I would say regret is not going to college because there are certain opportunities that would have been provided to me if I did that I don't have now. Jobs and positions that you can't attain without that. Such as? anything like working in a restaurant at 30 while I'm working on my creative projects is much less fulfilling than if I was working a regular big boy job while I was doing that other stuff. And at least that would feel like a safety net. Like I had something to fall back on. And I feel like because my job that pays my bills and supports me is the restaurant that if the creative stuff doesn't work for me, I don't have much to fall back on and I don't want to be stuck doing this for the rest of my life. However, this is the part where I say I'm not sure I regret it because if I did have something to fall back on, I might not work as hard on what I really want. So because what I really want is all I have, it's my only option. It puts that like fire in me to really make it happen in a way that I watch other people who are doing something similar to what I'm doing give up when it doesn't happen for them right away. So it's like a double-edged sword. Right. I feel like if I took the route of going to school, certain experiences I've had that have shaped me wouldn't have been had. I think everything's about timing and choices you make. I was talking to my best friend last night because she just got a new job and the job she had before she was at for a short period of time. And then they did like a company wide layoff and she was so upset that she lost her job. And for months she was looking for another job and she wasn't getting the opportunities that she was looking for. And she was so upset. And now she landed this great job that she just started. It's perfect for her. It's way more money, way more opportunity. And I said to her, it's so funny how you were so upset about losing your last job and so upset about like not getting the right opportunities following that. But if you hadn't worked that job for those few months and then got laid off and then been looking for another job, you wouldn't have landed in this place that you're finding out is actually perfect for you and way more of an opportunity than the previous So I think everything's about timing. So as much as I think sometimes that I regret stuff, I don't know where I would be and what would be different if I didn't take that path. And I don't know where that'll end up until it happens. That was a lot. That's a good perspective. I'm glad I got that. What were your first impressions of me and how did they change? Oh, that you were a baby child, (laughs) which I still think. Uh, No, I thought that I don't think I really had any judgment. I think I just didn't pay attention to you because you're so much younger than me. Because my perspective is that what kind of friendship or relationship am I going to have with somebody who is 12 years younger than me and going to high school? And a baby child. And a baby child. However, I think that my perspective changed as I got to know you because you are much more mature and intelligent than most of the people in your age group that I've encountered, which is not many because I'm old and why would I be hanging out with 18 year olds? (laughs) But 
anyone I've spoken to in your age group is not in the same place that you are mentally. So I feel like we've developed an interesting friendship where you almost feel like the same way I feel about my little brother who's 21. I look at you as like a younger sibling. And sometimes when you talk about stuff with your personal life, I try to like tell you about my life throughout my 20s because I'm speaking from like a different level of experience. So yeah, I feel like my perception changed because I didn't think that we would have a friendship and now we do. Cute. Very cute. That's it. I'll never say anything nice to you ever again. <laughs> so enjoy it. Well, I'm glad I got that on tape. <laughs> I'm burning this recording. <laughs> I can now hold this over you forever. <laughs> Is it easier to love or be loved? Both are hard in their own right and both feel great in their own right. It depends on who you're with, who you're talking about. Is it a family member? Is it a romantic? That's how I took it. I took it like romantically. It's complicated and it only gets more complicated if you lose either of those as you get older. So like I said, like I'm newly single and I feel like losing love in my earlier 20s was difficult in a different way than it is now because I'm older and I take things more seriously. So I think that neither is easy. Both feel great, neither are easy. That's my answer. Last one. Does life require a purpose and or a goal? Yes, because if you don't have a goal, I feel like goals give you purpose, right? So all of the goals that I have are what I'm working towards. That's what keeps me going every day. That's what keeps me going to my job that I don't like because I think about it as it's a means to an end and eventually I won't need this. When I get to the level I want to be at, in the projects that I'm passionate about. So I feel like because I have goals that are part of what I feel my purpose is, I'm not miserable like I was before. When I had nothing I was working towards and I didn't know where I wanted to go with my life and my career, I was unhappy because I felt like I was stuck and I was just circling. And I think that you can see that in other people who don't have something that they're working towards and aren't sure what they're trying to figure out it makes them miserable and sometimes that causes them to make other people around them miserable because they're so negative so i do think it requires goals and a purpose life itself because if not it's just empty you know and everyone's goals are different some people just want to have a family and build that kind of life for themselves some people have career goals Every, everyone's goals and what they feel their purpose is varies. But I think if you don't find it or you're struggling to find it, it can be damaging and confusing. But it also takes a really long time. I feel like it took me until like 28, 29 to really figure out exactly what I wanted. And that's okay. Everyone moves at their own pace. So now you feel like you're like a happier person because you have this goal and you have goals. So now everything that you don't want to do in your everyday life is kind of like you see it as like a temporary stepping stone yeah. to success. Yeah. And it's still hard because I don't want to be doing it now. I get frustrated sometimes and I'm like, God, I just want to be where I want to be already. But you have to have patience. If I didn't have the mindset where I knew I was working towards something that I believe in myself and what I'm doing and know that that's going to happen, I w it would be way worse. But it's still not easy. But it does make me feel better that I feel like I have something to look forward to instead of being stuck here. So there are pros and cons. That's everything in life. 
not nothing in life is going to be a hundred percent great and exciting. There's always a pitfall. It's just a matter of like how deep it is. How deep is the pitfall? Like, is it worth it? You got to balance things out. There's pros and cons to everything. In my opinion, what do I know? <laughs> You're just 30 and old. I'm just old. Are we done? Yeah. Hot. Very. Cheers. Cheers. I'm having my little outside time, so we'll see if you can hear the fucking plane going over. But wasn't that so cute? She's such a cute little baby child, and I was so honored, and I felt cool that <laughs> she wanted to interview me for her project. It was cute. I'm sure there's a million boring old people in her life that she could have picked to talk to you about life. And honestly, like it was a little refreshing for me. I sat down and had that conversation and I kind of just spoke and didn't really think about my responses. Like whatever just came out, came out. And I listened back to it and I was like, huh, that was kind of interesting. I feel like it showed to me my growth throughout my 20s for the first time in a while. Like I've recorded obviously the episode where I recapped my 20s, but sometimes with the podcast, I kind of just do it and edit and go. And I don't really think about what it is I said, if that makes sense. Like I don't really sit on what I expressed that week for too long because I'm on to the next thing and what am I going to do next week? And I feel like every week is going by so quick in the sense that I record my episode on Monday or Tuesday or sometimes Sunday night. I edit and then I put it out. And then by the time Thursday, Friday rolls around, I'm already thinking about, well, what am I going to do on Sunday or Monday? I need something you know, new and fresh. So because this wasn't an episode and it wasn't my project, I really sat back and listened to it. And I was kind of proud of myself and kind of impressed by realizing how much I've grown and how I've accepted things that used to bother me so much about my life, like the part where I was talking about not going to college and what opportunities would have been afforded to me if I had and accepting those things and the choices that you made and moving forward with where you're at, you know? So that was that. I thought it would be cute to throw this out as a short episode and give a little insight to what I was thinking and how I was feeling in a way that I didn't expect. And I was holding on to this for a week like I'm having now, <laughs> which is in zero mood to talk about anything, talk to anyone, go anywhere, do anything. It's honestly hard to look at myself in the mirror because I didn't shower today. I'm covered in bleach and soap. I haven't shaved in two days or left the house. <laughs> I've been sleeping nonstop because I want to die. So this is the perfect week to take for myself and recuperate and allow myself to have the time to feel sorry for myself and um, get through my emotions. And then tomorrow we go back to work and we start a new week because Wednesday is my Monday in my fucked up schedule and lifestyle. So it's time to start fresh, start a new week and leave all the bullshit behind, you know? So let me know your thoughts on throwing out these shorts every once in a while. Let me know what you think if you like it. As always, make sure you're following me on Instagram at MakingNotTheMouse. Make sure you're following the podcast at PulsePounding. Leave a goddamn five-star review because I don't have the energy this week to go through it with you and tell you why you're a hating-ass bitch if you don't, all right? I'll see you hoes next Wednesday. Oh, 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 oh